Okay. <laughs> this is a very special episode for me because I have my soul sister literally sitting next to me on the couch right now. We are in my garage. She's drinking tea and I'm drinking some delicious non-alcoholic bubbly that she brought to me as a gift. And this is like a dream come true to me because two years ago I told her, wouldn't it be amazing to talk together on a podcast with a glass of wine? And now it's dry 2024. I've got non-alcoholic wine. I've got my girl on the couch. And we're here just having fun and tossing ideas back and forth. And we wanted to include you because it's fun. It's fun to be inclusive. I love having juicy conversations and then putting them out there for anyone else who this might be a nutrient to, because that's one of the things um, me and her do really well, which is digest life and spit the 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 bird throw up back and forth to each other and see what's nutrient for each other and so okay so i'm going to introduce you so i know you as nikki but you don't really go by that so maybe maybe i should just so also you guys we're on this tiny little microphone we're just passing it back and forth so you can't even hear her laughing right now cuz i haven't i've been hogging the microphone uh Okay, how do you want to go? I'm, you, I you, want you, you, you okay. She wants me to introduce, she wants to hear my version. Okay, so um, I'm just going to say how I know this lovely creature and then um, I'll get like her real name down. So anyway, Nick and I, I, I know her as Nikki. Nick and I um, have been, hmm soul sisters since we were 16 years old 16 and i know 16 because we were driving and um so she is one of my very oldest friends on this planet and um she now let's see i'm 40 years old now <laughs> so from 16 to 40 it sounds really long and we've both been through many iterations of ourself and i just there's so many things that um, I value about Nikki's reflection back to me and that and so many things that I value about being able to reflect back to her. And so we're both moms now and we're both partners now and uh, we're both um, playing with this this fun, exciting venture of creating heart-led soul-led businesses and visions however that looks and we're i feel like we're both giving birth to what that looks like for each of us and um that's what i want to say right now yeah so what do you what do, what do you actually because you live in france now what do you actually go by <laughs> that's a small detail now i live in france so <laughs> Uh, we have these couch catch-ups a couple times a year. Um, yeah, so now I go by Dominique or Dom. Mm -hmm. It's a rebrand. It's a new iteration of myself. Um, but old friends are grandfathered in to call me whatever they want, <laughs> like Nick, Nikki, Neek. Um, yeah, so what do I want to add to that? I mean, you said it all. 
I remember us, yeah, meeting when we were first starting to drive and like get a taste of freedom and like mm -hmm. doing what we want with our time and starting to like have jobs and make some money and date weird guys. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but it's so funny to even just hear you say like 16 to 40. It's like 24 years. Math. 24 years. Yeah. And it's like, we've obviously changed so much, but I still feel like we knew like the minute we met, we just like clicked and we still clicked in every um, evolution of ourselves. And so it feels like there's the seed of us that was always there that we knew and we saw in each other when we were only 16 that we like loved about each other. Like I always loved how like just wide eyed and curious you were and how like really in tune with like energy and emotions and you were like a deeply feeling person even back then, like way more than any other high school kid I knew. And um, it just always felt really good to be around you because I felt like I could be, you know, my real self, which when you're 16 is like unheard of. Like you always, I always felt like, you know, I had to be something to fit in with a certain group, but it could always just be my native self with you. We were just talking about native frequency. I was like, oh my God, what is that? That sounds so good. But anyway, that's my intro. And um, yeah, I moved to France because I married a French guy and that sounded like a fun thing to try. I thought we'd do it for a couple of years and now it's been six years and it feels, still feels right. So we're just going to keep, keep on going. And I'm starting to build a little community of wellness enthusiasts in France which is so exciting and I love watching you go through your um, like solopreneur journey of just creating your work for the world and being your truest self and finding the people that like resonate with you and this year is going to be awesome I love it already same um on that tale of this year is going to be awesome before we decided to just record ourselves on the couch in my garage we were talking about goals and i love that you brought up goals earlier because like i told you i just when i was in here doing my movement practice this morning i like i had thoughts about it and i texted myself these thoughts like i do at six in the morning when a thought comes through and we were just playing back and forth about how there's so many um i don't honestly i don't even really like the word goal but it's it's hard to find another word that translates to so many other people but we have been this evening so we've already done dinner our kids are inside playing video games with my husband and we are by ourselves out here. So this whole evening, we've kind of been playing back and forth with this idea of how do you create a goal that is, okay, you're going to need to add like words here. I'm just going to like take this and riff and then we'll see what happens. How do you create a big goal for yourself that is worthy for your time and attention and focus on it, give it your full life force and, and 
and and invite the unknown into it invite uncertainty invite the divine feminine into it how do you follow how do you follow your energy versus your old dopamine patterns and so we've just been like playing with this juicy idea back and forth and it just keeps coming back to this i this very subjective idea and i one of the things i love about podcasts is we get to share what resonates with us and then you get to take what feels nutritious and you get to leave what doesn't i've had so many life shifts from listening to other people share their experiences authentically from their heart what works for them and then i'll hear somebody else's experience and it's completely opposite and i get something else from there so that's kind of what the idea that we're playing with back and forth and nick you had i was like nikki what should we talk about and you distilled it into some into a sentence here's the thing i'm like really long-winded and nick has this amazing ability <laughs> to for me for me to sit tell her an idea for five minutes and then she goes oh so you mean dot 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 boom done it's like one sentence oh my gosh wow the bar is really high now um yeah, it feels like to me what we've been going back and forth on is the balance between like honoring your intuition and holding yourself accountable to push through hard stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So you have like a goal or you have this destination you want to get to and there's days where you wake up and you just don't feel like doing the thing that it seems like you should do to move in that direction. And so mm -hmm. I've been just trying to really kind of ask myself, is this me honoring my intuition or is this me kind of staying safe and comfy and not wanting to do the work? And that's sometimes hard mm -hmm. for me. And it's easier in the moment to feel what what's true than it is to just sit here like cognitively come up with like a formula to know you just have to like feel it but i'm trying to get more familiar with that feeling in myself when it's a true like no 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 no. this just feels what i should be doing right now like sitting on the couch looking out the window at the mountains when i kind of imagined i would be like writing a blog post mm -hmm. instead mm -hmm. um but then after that happens for like five days i'm like maybe i should just make myself write the blog post whether i feel like it or not you know so for me, I I don't know. I've always liked structure and I've always liked the satisfaction of checking off to-dos. And I there's something in me that's really drawn to this robotic, almost like machine-like diligence where you just have a goal and you go after it no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that that's not life, and especially when you have kids and they're like throwing wrenches and things all the time. So you have to kind of not only be flexible with like your intuition but also be flexible with just like life playing itself out and you not being in control of everything and that i think is one of the hardest pieces that i think is one of the hardest pieces about creating a heart-centered business a soul-led business is because like both one of the things we were talking about is both you and i are amazing at just like going forward full steam ahead and it is such a it is such a gift and i i love that about myself and if i'm not careful i can steamroll 
my intuitive guidance like right into the ground. So all those little nuances, I think that's one of the reasons why I talk about nuances so much is because um, they're, oh God, what is it? That, it's like they're, they're life's wildflowers. Uh, like, it's like I could just stay on the freeway. Like, okay, we live in, I live in California. And if I'm going to go from Northern California to Southern California, I could take I-5 and just go straight shot through all the farmland and it's like the most boring ride ever or i could take the longer route and go highway one and i'm weaving by the coast and i'm seeing the redwoods and i'm seeing all kinds of different nature and like a deer runs across my path and like i'm still going the same direction but i'm just i'm i'm doing it I'm I'm not trying to steamroll my way there if I if I'm trying to two different things. But there's something else that you said that I didn't want to get off track about um about Oh, that's the thing I think is so fascinating about creating anything that's soul-led, whether it's a soul-led business or it's a soul-led family life. Oh my god, a soul-led friendship. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I had to like rework in my 30s this i had this a formula in my head about friendship that was very linear and it was kind of like oh if 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 you do this for me then i do that for you and then we become best friends it's like that's actually not how anything natural grows that's not how a natural business grows that's not how natural friendship grows there is alchemy involved there are side roads involved there's yeah, there's give and take, but it's not, I don't know. It's not a straight shot. Um, damn it. There's something else I wanted to say about what you said, but now I'm going to just, I'm going to throw the ball. So we're passing the microphone back and forth. I'm going to throw the ball back and just pause for a second and see what else wants to come through. What wants to come through you? I love this word nuance. I feel like it's come up a lot, maybe just because I hang out in your universe a lot. And I think you <laughs> use this term, but oh, I love even just the whole idea of nuance because, well, because it's life. And also because I grew up with religion, which is in my case was very black and white. This is good. This is bad, right and wrong. And it just didn't feel like there was any nuance and I kind of went out into the world thinking the world was like that and it was like a hard mm. it was a hard uh awakening to just embrace more nuance in people in relationships mm. in my own emotions yeah. you know instead of just constantly trying to run to one side oh, usually you know the good quote-unquote good the good feelings that. um but anyway, I love this idea of nuance, and I'm wondering just for you if the key to like spending more time in that the nuance spots of life is just pausing. Like, how do you nurture nuance? Hmm. How do you nurture nuance? How do you nurture nuance? Oh, God, it is totally the pause. <clears throat> um, 
thank you. She's like, put it closer to your mouth. I literally just did this to her five minutes ago. <laughs> um, let's see. One of the things that I love about any goal. Okay, so let's see if, if this is going to answer. One of the things I love about any goal, whether it's something, whether you're creating a quote unquote healthier relationship, whether it's with yourself or a friend or your spouse or your kids or you're creating a business or whatever, whatever the goal is, it could even be something like weight loss, right? Like it, it could be anything. The between where where you are right now and the you that has achieved the goal the path this is what we were talking about earlier to me the path is self it's a self actualization path it's just more self actualization it's just more you discovering more of you on your way to get there because whoever the version of you is who has achieved the quote unquote goal and you just say you pause the tape right there. So you're watching like a Netflix episode of, of your life. And there's the version of you 20 minutes into the episode who has like, you've found your perfect partner. You've, you've, um, you know, parented your kids exactly how you want to parent them. You lost 20 pounds. It doesn't matter what it is. You've approached whoever that version of you is that you press pause on. You've approached life differently. That version of you there is approaching life differently and has probably 20 iterations right in order to get there and manifest that than the version of yourself that you are right now so i don't think self-actualization is something that stops i think it's something that it's just the threshold for us to really learn how to play with the universe in on like a whole new level Actually, that's the sort of the sense that I get. If I'm going to like read energetically into the collective a little bit for this year, it is that I think so many of us are going to, I don't even like using the word self, like quote unquote self-actualize on another level in order to quote, play the game more in order to like find more what of what there is to like sort of get out of this life. Um, because there's really only so much you can get out of this life when you're sitting on the couch just drinking beers all day, right? I feel like we can all agree on that. But, and that's the thing about sitting on the couch drinking beers all day. There's fucking nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. I'm totally not trying to shit on that. It's just that there's not a lot of nuance in it. There's not a lot of nuance in it especially with alcohol, for me specifically, alcohol really dulls my intuitive abilities. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons why I did used to use it a lot was because of that very reason. It dulled my intuitive abilities and I didn't have the capacity to hold five perspectives at one time when I was talking to somebody about the weather. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, it's really hard to talk to somebody about the weather and then also feel my trauma and your trauma and that thought and that thought and ooh, there's, you know, being able to have the capacity to hold more um, energetic nuance, to hold more emotion, to hold the, the wavelength of a moment. 
I just get so much more out of everything, out of life. I show up better for my clients. I show up better for my kids. I have so much more fun in the in a moment. Like, oh my God, we were just, I was just making cookies like two hours ago and Nikki and my husband were talking and I was, had the beaters on or whatever it was, the mixer. And um, I was like, you guys, it's going to be really loud for like four minutes. And then I turn it on and I've set the timer for four minutes and my brain immediately was like, immediately was like, I don't want to be here. I want to be talking to them. And so I could feel my body try to rush through the four minutes of beating the sugar and the eggs. And I woke up in that moment and I was, I used my emotional alchemy practice and I was like, dude, what happens when you just show up to this moment? Release the tension in your body, breathe through it and be here with it. What happens? And then I just noticed all these old patterned thoughts move through as if I was sighing them out. And then I, I got so much more out of the moment. It's like stupid shit like that. That's amazing. <laughs> Woo. Wherever that came from. What a great <clears throat> vivid example of <laughs> you getting to walk your talk. Totally. <laughs> I love that. It's so relatable. Yeah. Um, you mentioned like self-actualization and getting to like the next level and I think you've brought this up before, like life as a video game, which yeah. I really love this analogy more now that our kids play so many video games. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just peek over Emil's shoulder and kind of see what he's up to. And it's like kind of fascinating how much of a correlation there is with life. And it's like you just it, something looks strange and new and impossible and and he says to me so many times, mom, this is impossible. This is impossible. Mm. And I'll go, yeah, you said that for the last level. And then you found a way. And I'm pretty sure you'll find a way again. And you just watch him try all these things. He's trying all these things, opening doors, busting through walls. Like, it's just amazing to see how, I don't know, how like profound it feels. Because it's like, there is a way. There's always a way. You just have to keep trying and trying and trying. But on that note of like life as a video game and how there's feels like there's like an endless number of levels you could keep ascending to yeah like we're never done i was thinking about you and your dry 2024 mm -hmm. and how at first when i heard about it i was like holy shit like good for her and also i could never do that and i was just sort of like yay i love that for you but like no no thanks not for me and then i've come around you know of course the holidays are over and it's like oh my god like i just need a total cleanse of everything and i feel myself being like oh, i'll definitely do dry january and then i started imagining just very with quite a distance you know i was just imagining what a dry 2024 could look like and I was actually feeling myself getting excited mm. about just how much, just how different life could feel because of all those moments where I think I need alcohol. And then what am I missing? What am I not feeling? What am I not experiencing? Mm. Because I'm mm. just sort of, you know, kind of buffering that. 
And it actually started making me get excited, like, whoa, like what new levels of myself could I discover? And what could I prove to myself that I'm capable of? And I'm not saying I'm officially in <laughs> because I'm going to start with dry Jan. Um, but it was cool to just realize that, yeah, these goals that we set for ourselves, like a year of not drinking, is not even about that. It's about like how we get to experience ourselves mm -hmm. by doing something different than we've been doing for so long. Totally. And something so subtle that I think if you are a drinker and it's not a problem for you, like in our case, right. it's sort of like, eh, but why? It's not totally. It's not a big deal. It's not that important. It's fine. But that I think is where I feel like I'm fooling myself because it seems like, oh, just, just this minor thing that I do sometimes when I feel like it. Um, but I also am scared to not do it because I know there's some kind of block that I think I absolutely need that in my life. And then what would I have to like overcome in my own brain? Who would I have to, who would I have to be? Yeah. Who would I, who would I have to become and what would I have to experience and what would I have to feel? And I don't know. It just seems like a whole new level to unlock. Yeah. So that's why I'm toying with the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, um, I told my husband and I are about to go on our first week weekend getaway in a decade since our first kid has been born. Did I tell you this? We're going to the Redwood cottage next weekend oh, for two nights. We've never been away from the kids for two nights before we've been away for one night. But not like, but it's always been at our house. <laughs> it's huge. And it's like the Redwood Cottage and it's a couple hours north. And we used to do it all the time. Well, not all the time. Once a year before kids were born. So um, anyway, it's in, it's in, I had, it's in now, which is January. And I had told my mom like a month ago, I was like, whatever I was telling her. And she's like, oh, but you want to go in January? Don't you want to go before you stop drinking for a year? And it just flew out of her mouth, like so regular. And I was like, no, but that's the point. The point is to do all these things that I would normally totally drink alcohol in mm -hmm. and do it without alcohol. What else am I going to do without alcohol? And it's just, um, I love how, how you described it as, now I'm like blanking on it, but what am I basically like, what am I not, um, what do I not have access to in these moments that I use? Okay. So another word for buffer, Nikki and I have a lot of the same language because we both have followed co this one particular coach for years, but like another word for buffer that I really like is, um, automatic like a program like an automatic program or an automatic pattern just running in the background and what happens like a pattern is just a chain link of events a chain link of thoughts that create a chain link of events what happens when i interrupt that chain link and i take one of the links out it's like ah <laughs> what do you wh what is gonna come something's gonna come through something's gonna come through so um i think that's the thing for um Wait, let me look at this. 
I wonder if, you know what, never mind. I'm thinking out loud about my own tech stuff and how I'm going to put this on my computer and I'm, I'm not going to, I'm just going to stop right there. Um, um, I feel like that is a really cool thing for us to like speak to find closure on to kind of like um wind down on which is this going into 2024 for us specifically but then then you who are listening and you are curating your own intentional chain link events it makes me think of like what new nuances do you want to experience in 2024? What needs to shift in your life in order to experience those new nuances? And nuances could be something like, I want to experience like more laughter with my husband. I want to experience more calm, like less yelling with my kids. I want to experience just more time on my calendar. Like for me, that's actually something I'm working on this year is opening, having more time on my calendar, like for me. So it's like, okay, what if that's the nuance that I, that I am calling in, that I'm bringing in, what version of me am I calling forth? I can already feel it in my body and it already feels uncomfortable. And that's how I know I'm onto something good because it's meant to feel uncomfortable, not uncomfortable. Like when you go to a yoga class and you stretch too far and then you injure yourself, not like that, but it's like, that's what's so fascinating about how, why goals are so subjective because you are the only one who knows how far to stretch yourself before you stretch too far and you injure yourself. So for example, if I'm going to like be working at my business and I'm going to decide to work 10 hours straight, like I'm, I'm fucking setting fire to my life. I'm setting fire to my relationships with my husband, with my kids, with my body, with my soul. Like it's like, no. And then maybe for somebody else, maybe that works for them. Maybe they go, they leave their family life for a month and peace out and they just work, work, work. And then they come back and then they're open. Like you are the only one who who knows what cadence works for you, which cadence works for you, which how how much stretch is too much and how much is just right where it's just uncomfortable enough where you need to pause, breathe, do your emotional alchemy practice and become that next version of yourself. Okay, I think that's my mic drop. What's yours? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be a mic drop moment. This, oh, no, it doesn't have to be a mic drop. tiny little mic would be fun to drop because it would be like, bing. Maybe we should do it. <laughs> Um, so I think the mic drop moment is something we both came to earlier as we were riffing when I was telling you, I don't know. It just feels like I want to do things differently than the way you're quote unquote supposed to when you're growing your business. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, I want to just be kind of a secret. Mm -hmm. Like I want people to find what I'm building through word of mouth and referrals and I don't want to follow the playbook of like you have to post this many times a day and do reels and do this and channels and funnels and I just like don't I'm not excited about that what I'm excited about is building something so special that people are excited to talk about it and that's how it grows so kind of like the opposite of what social media is all about and so 
that's not the mic drop. That's just what I'm personally excited about. But I think in order to do that, you have to believe that you are the best kept secret Mm. at whatever it is you do. And you said this to me and I was just Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. that's going to be my mantra. Because then if you create from that space of just believing like this is so great and so valuable that it will spread. Like I don't even have to do much besides put my gift out there Mm. um, and share it with whatever small group of people I want to influence. Like that just feels way more exciting to me than like I got to go down this whole marketing checklist and make sure I'm doing all these things like a robot um, to, to grow. So just believing like whatever your gift is, be the best at that and be the best kept secret if that feels exciting to you and that feels exciting to me. I love it. I love it. Um, I was going to say I don't have anything else to add, but I do. <laughs> I What I want to add, something I've learned so much in the last couple of years, some, something that creating your own business really – really magnifies 10x back to the person who's creating it especially if you're creating it from your heart is how much how you think of who you are how much how much how you think of what you offer to the world matters 130,000 million percent more than how it looks because i mean and it doesn't matter if it's a business if if you are inviting someone over to your house like a friend over to your house whatever your gift is whatever your invitation to the world is whatever your invitation to your partner is or your friend how you think of that invitation is the energy that you seed it with. And the energy that you seed it with is what will inform your next thoughts that come through that you, that you basically channel because we're basically all channelers. It will inform even just how your body shows up to the moment. It will inform. mm, I can feel myself starting to go off on a tangent and it doesn't feel fully formed. So I feel like I want to stop it right there, but that that's it. How, how you show up. Okay. You have something. To no, I'm just going to distill because that's mm-hmm. so, so good. Yay, and it feels like what you're saying is energy speaks louder than words. Yes. Oh, so you did it. That's my job. Oh my god, that's it. She did it. She did it. I told you she does it. I love the way you said it. But I just, for my little brain, that's the bumper sticker I'm gonna take. That is totally the 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 bumper sticker. Energy speaks louder louder than words. I love it. That's it. That's all we're gonna say. Um okay, so okay, if you're not are you playing on social media right now? Can we end with just where can people find you? Sure. Yeah, I am playing on social media, trying to be the best kept secret in wellness in France. 
Uh, so yeah, I am well in France, W-E-L-L, in France, uh, all one word. And on Instagram, I'm also on LinkedIn because that's where I've spent a lot of my life lately and I'm going to stay on there, Dominique Ferrar. And uh, would love to make some new friends. Yeah, I'll link. I'll link to all this stuff. Do you have a formal news? I don't think you have a formal newsletter out yet. It's coming. It's coming. So since this is going to come out before your newsletter comes out, and if people want to just hop on your newsletter and be included on all of your special events, I'm just going to say, when you do come out with it, will you put it on your Instagram? Like on a highlight or something so people can find it there. Yes. Or, uh, well, my Instagram links to the website, which is wellinfrance.com, where the newsletter sign up also is, and retreats and events. And if you want to come do wellnessy things in France, um, we can hook you up. And is, is, am I correct? And I don't want to like, I don't know how it's going to look going forward, but if you do, Retreats in California, where I live, versus retreats in France, isn't the price just insanely better in France? Which is France, you guys. <laughs> I mean, you got to get yourself there also, which costs some money. But yeah, um, what I've heard from people who have come to previous retreats, like Americans are like, oh, no brainer. Yeah, I'm definitely coming. This is an amazing deal. Yeah. So the next one I'm doing in May is, yeah, it's about 1100 for four days at a private villa with everything included so that's okay pretty, everything included yeah. that's lodging and food mm-hmm. and yoga and, and yoga. workshops and workshops. hiking and taxi transfers okay you have uh, nick you have to say all of that stuff because 1100 for all of that stuff seriously there was a yoga retreat that was advertised um i wouldn't say it was like a two night just down the road for me for like 900 dollars, and it didn't include half of that well, maybe maybe it included that yoga and meals and some lodging, but not all the other stuff. So anyway, it's a really good deal, and it's in France. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, I love you, Nick. I love you so much, mm-hmm. forever. Misu. <laughs> all right, y'all. I love you too, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye for now. <laughs>